1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com.
2: Well, welcome into 365 Sports. Back here, out of the break, and uh, time for a little off the radar as uh, we take a look at some stories and uh, grab bag of headlines from around the world of sports, and uh, a little later than normal, normally do this Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 445, but... uh, a little bit later, so we'll roll into who do we have coming up? John McClain, I guess, uh, yeah. down got the pipeline. Yeah, yeah I don't think I'm going to need a half hour. If I do, then good Lord. But let's start off with a little bit of TV ratings. I, I usually sprinkle these in when they're of interest and certainly the biggest game in American sports taking place this past Sunday – with uh, big names, big brands, big celebrities in attendance, uh, the Super Bowl rating is always something uh, worth taking a look at, and especially this year, as it was a record-setting year, as you've probably seen by now, uh, in more ways than one, but especially when it came to the actual television rating itself, 123.4 million viewers on average across The full array of CBS sports platforms, the most watched telecast ever with a total audience delivery of the average 123.4 million across platforms, as I mentioned, a large, nearly the entire chunk came from CBS proper 120 million viewers, largest audience in history for a single network. I will say that again, largest audience in history for a single network. Folks, that was the most-watched television program in American television history um, the other night as the Chiefs uh, got the win uh, and uh, did so in dramatic fashion as Patrick Mahomes now has a third Lombardi trophy, as do uh, most of his teammates and and Andy Reid. uh, Just the dynasties in in the making, and where is this TV rating going to be in a couple years from now if they keep up this pace and – and uh, all of this keeps it going their way, but wow, 123.4 million average viewers, 120 million on CBS alone, lar- largest audience ever. Uh, for a single network in uh, in American television history, uh, elsewhere you had the it was the most streamed Super Bowl in history, and I don't think that's a surprise. I feel like that's something that every year from here on out we're going to break that record, most likely, unless it's just a dud of a matchup. But the streaming thing is so in its infancy that 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 appears like it will be broken on a regular basis, but not that 120 million number for CBS, more than 200 million. Uh, people watched all or part of the Super Bowl across the various platforms, which was the highest unduplicated total audience in history and all of that up uh, 10% from last year's Super Bowl. So that was the rundown from the PR side of things from CBS, but they kept it kind of uh, neat and tidy, which is why I use that. But, um, wow, that's a that's a big number, boys, and that was a big time football game watched by a lot of people the other night. How
0: much was the yeah. national championship game? Twenty two million oh, or yeah. something like, like that? Yeah, something so like that. So ten times ten times the ten times the number. No, that's six no. times. Yes, six times the number uh of uh that that's, how many how many million? Hundred and twenty three million. Hundred and twenty three million. Six or seven times the number of a college football national championship game, the power of the NFL. Yeah, and the
3: power of Taylor Swift and, yes. and all you know, and the you know, and Usher and all, all the different things that went into that. Yeah, it was um it, I mean, and what? And look, it was a good game. It was longer than most of them, too, so um, they got to probably reboot some of that ad time uh, a, a yeah. little bit.
2: Yeah, overtime, yeah. Yeah,
3: because of the, the, the
2: absolute
0: full length of overtime. Yeah, you got as much. <laughs> I was
2: wondering, like, what do they do in that scenario because we've never they really just seen that.
0: Field. But they, they switch to the other side of the field and continue on as it's the second quarter. No, I'm talking hmm. about with commercials and oh, stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, the broadcast. Some guys got bonus money, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, they, you know, they're – that was yeah, it was it was really unbelievable, and you knew it was going to ha- happen. Now the NFL, the problem is the NFL is going to be really hoping that Taylor Swift is <laughs> in all these things.
2: You're hoping or, there's a pregnant or, Taylor Swift there in a couple of years or yeah, something that or, you can put on TV, yeah,
3: or, or that the second biggest pop star in the world. Uh, starts dating
2: an NFL player. Mahomes' rival would be perfect. Uh, yeah. It could be Lamar Jackson or something like yeah. that. I don't know.
3: Uh, Josh Allen is dating
2: an yeah, actress. There you go. Josh Allen. Would be he's great. he's yeah. dating
3: an actress that was in uh, Hawkeye, um, Haley Steinfeld. But she's not. I mean, again, I had to explain who she was. So you know, Unlike he's already. He's yeah. already. He's already lost that battle as far as the fame goes, and she's very talented. But again. You know, Taylor Swift. We're
2: talking about two completely different worlds. Like, that, that, all due respect to Haley Steinfeld. Like, she is not uh, anywhere close uh, to to the audience that Taylor Swift brings in. But yeah, I mean, if uh, Beyonce was still single somehow and and somebody of that caliber, uh, then that would be kind of the comparison to make. But it was a perfect storm of the teams, the personalities, the celebrities, um, all of the storylines involved as well. And I did go back to double check uh, Michigan's. Title game win, the most-watched title game in college football in four years, uh, 25.05 million across all of the ESPN networks, and that was up like 40-plus percent from the year prior because of uh, the TCU-Georgia blowout. But, uh, yeah, that that absolutely is a drop in the bucket, even though that's a huge number for college football. That's a drop in the bucket compared to uh, what the NFL had on Sunday. So, yeah, 200-plus million viewers, and it was the um, – Also, uh, it was the most-watched game, uh, not only in Super Bowl history, but the most-watched telecast. That's the part that was crazy to me. It was just the most-watched telecast uh, in Super Bowl history. So pretty amazing stuff there, and uh, the party's still only getting started, it feels like, when it comes to – Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and the Dynasty and everything that they can continue to uh, create. But the game was in Las Vegas. That as a backdrop certainly added some uh, flavor that otherwise we've never really had before as well. And uh, that also was of note, uh, ESPN.com put it out there. I don't so much care about the the money side of things, but uh, more than $185 million was bet on the Super Bowl uh, with the Nevada sports books, most ever, according to unaudited figures per that ESPN article, the amount wagered eclipsed the previous high on the Super Bowl from two years ago by nearly 6 million dollars so uh, i'm sure you guys saw a lot of that action uh during y'all's time there uh in the the casinos and whatnot i'm not sure what all we haven't really unpacked y'all's trip very much but uh what was vegas like during the super bowl we haven't even talked about that at all like none of the aspects of the game the
0: cities that can host a super bowl you knew it was there because all the all the 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 billboards or whatever else but it's a city that can host that event and you may not know it you really may not know it because downtown is so congested anyway and the traffic around the Allegiant Stadium or even around the Strip. But I, you could have told me, other than the fact we were going inside the NFL media headquarters, the Super Bowl was going on. Oh, There's a lot of fans. Oh, well, Millions the, of fans, obviously. Well, that's like, what I'm well, ask, she, yeah, when, I don't care about Radio Row when, when, itself, yeah. I'm not even talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah,
3: then, Wednesday when we were walking out. Yeah. When we were walking out of oh, Radio Row, loose. the Super Bowl experience, like if you went – from the front door of the Mandalay Bay Inn, and you walked through the casino and past the restaurants. And then if you went to the right, you were down to security where we had to go through every day. If you went to the left, you kept going on to the fan experience. And the people that were going to the left, walking through that same hallway as us, was on, I've never seen anything like it at any Super Bowl, the absolute wave of people going to the experience. And I thought in... Um, I want to say the last time we were in – not this time in Phoenix, but the last time in Phoenix was a lot because they were letting people into radio row as well, so there's kind of like a wave of, of human beings. Uh, we didn't have to
0: deal with that. But, yeah, know. it was that just
3: was nice. a ton of people yeah, All of just rolling both, in. Both teams. Uh,
2: I can only imagine. I mean, it's already packed, like you said, and, and you're right, that they could have had any event going on, and you, you don't really tell from your typical Las Vegas. But, I mean, just massive amount of attention, massive numbers, and – That big 123.7 across all platforms uh, was higher than uh, last year's mark, uh, which is the previous best, uh, 115.1 million for last year's Philadelphia and Kansas City game. That was also dramatic and also came down to the very end, but it didn't have some of the other elements. So, anyways, uh, the NFL remains king as always, and that's not going to change any time soon. Meanwhile, a couple of different notes. Did you – I don't normally dip into golf much, but did you watch much of the Phoenix Open? Did you have a chance I to watch that? I
0: was turned off because I had seen so much on social media, my Twitter timeline, uh, it being a basically a massive fraternity party you mean the wasted management yeah, yes the waste no, management it, it, it or wasted hit. management yeah it might mod- I just I got enough I guess feedback on some highlights I did I basically watched an hour of it throughout the entire the four days
2: I'm not a golf guy uh, but I do remember seeing a clip a couple years back and and that's how it got onto my radar I think it was from like barstool or something and uh it was a just a clip on Twitter and it was a raucous crowd and they were throwing beers in the air and and having a good old time and it seemed like a very lively event but now it's it's gotten too lively and so this past weekend uh, not a good one for the Waste Management Phoenix Open, as they have announced, they will have some pretty major changes to the event next year. Uh, This past weekend, there was overcrowding, uh, which contributed, and that was partly to do, they said, because of rain. So you kind of had to move people in certain areas where otherwise they'd have, like, open air to kind of maneuver around. But because of the rain and the course, you had to basically put everybody on the path, right? And so you suddenly had 100,000-plus people that are confined to a more – uh, or a smaller area, and that uh, contributed to some of that. But they also had to halt alcohol sales. They also halted admissions on Saturday, and uh, there was a lot of arguments back and forth between those in charge of the event, plus the golfers themselves and the fans that were in attendance. And so uh, according to the group or the organization that hosts the Phoenix Open, the Thunderbirds, the executive director talked with the Golf Channel. He spent the, he said they spent nearly six hours Uh, talking about the damage and about the changes that need to happen to put on a better event moving forward, saying, I think you'll see a complete operational change of how we manage our Friday, Saturday. Uh, But the entire week said they're proud of what they've built Uh, over the last uh, few years on the PGA Tour and had the tournament of the year in five of the last seven seasons, but they do not like what happened on Saturday and the players especially don't like what happened on Saturday, but neither do the fans. So nothing is off the table when it comes to changes and uh, we did see A few golfers like Zach Johnson, uh, who said they'll probably need to do something about it. I'm assuming they're ashamed. It's been inappropriate and crossed the line since I've been on tour, and this is my 21st year. So there were a lot of comments like that. But uh, you will see some changes to what is a very lively event otherwise, the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open.
0: They happened, they did that par 316th, and they turned it into what was kind of, uh, a fun An atmosphere. arena, kind of, yeah. Then it became basically like a mini baseball stadium. And then, of course, they packed it and they'd throw beers on the greens if somebody had a hole-in-one. Tiger did it one year. but And Zach Johnson got mad because somebody kept popping off about the fact that he sucked as a Ryder Cup captain. <laughs> and there was a video of him like, I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. Well, it's, the guy's being honest, you know. And, and golf has had this etiquette. But etiquette these days is that line's being crossed across the board you see fans fighting at stadiums brawls so this was just a matter of time
2: well i think it was was a situation where you had a really cool thing that you stumbled upon and then you have like anything else it's like when you have a great party and all of a sudden like those people show up and then next thing you know it's just going from like somebody out does the other one yeah shots to like full-on nude body shots, and the next thing, well, the fire on the roof, and, you know, it's Kim just...
0: Kim Coulter, it was a disgrace. There was a guy in a freaking wedding dress, and another in an effing thong, and nothing yeah. else. It became disgraceful.
2: There's a lot of craziness going on, and so uh, they are addressing it, uh, per uh, the people in charge of the Phoenix Open, and say there is change coming, and nothing is off the table, so... Uh, well done to the, to the folks who ruined the party. I'd imagine that's not their first time nor will be their last time ruining a party of some sort, but that was a cool event when they, they kind of were able to keep it in check. Uh, meanwhile, one other uh, golfer note, because I know this is of interest to both of you, but uh, sometimes we cross over. We talk about sponsorship deals and um, various you know apparel deals and things like that. Well, Tiger Woods, uh, we know that he left Nike, uh, but he has now announced what is coming down the pipeline as he is uh, set to make his return to the PGA Tour this week in L.A. at the Genesis Invitational. Uh, but after leaving Nike, after, uh, gosh, spending his entire career with the swoosh, uh, he is announcing the Sunday Red, three three words, Sunday Red apparel line in conjunction with TaylorMade. That was announced yesterday in Los Angeles. It will feature both apparel and footwear with a new Tiger logo that will be different than the old T.W. logo logo that he had with Nike, and it will officially launch on May the 1st. So he's got – it's kind of like The Rock's got all these things suddenly working mm-hmm. in his favor. You're seeing, like, the, the PR campaigns. Like, Tiger's got his comeback. He's got the new apparel playing, deal. Yeah,
0: playing in L.A. There's Playing weekend. in
2: L.A. And so, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's more information to come, but Sunday Red – Three words again and uh, and more details to follow on that new apparel deal with TaylorMade and Tiger Woods. He's been Woods. hitting
0: TaylorMade irons now for like the last six or seven years. He wears FootJoy shoes, although this particular company might be making shoes that he wears. Um, the, the thing with Nike was weird. It just like disappeared. Well, and and, when and st- I'll tell you how much I know you were in trouble last night. I sent you. You and I both are his fan club president. You did not even respond to me sending you that about Tiger. Yeah, well, it, his, his wife
2: I, was watching Kansas get it, uh, like. Listen,
0: know. Tiger,
3: this show, and then everything else, and you. Mm. Yeah, I know he's probably disappointed in me. I would, I would think he he is. Um, um but I will buy something
0: as soon as it's available, yeah. even if it's too expensive. Have y'all seen because... the logo? Yeah, yeah no, hell, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's really, it's really unique. Obviously. Yeah. It's a spread out kind of a vision of a tiger. Uh, yeah. With just little uh, type. The, the Nike the Nike thing quit making sense
3: other than it was Nike when they stopped having golf stuff.
0: Well, because others started having the same stuff that the Nike guys were supposed to have that were unique and exclusive. And so, they started seeing that with would, the other brands.
3: I mean, and look, it's like. Phil Mickelson probably deserves a little bit of the credit and the souring of the Tiger Woods-Nike relationship or the end of it, because years ago, he was like, look, he's playing with substandard equipment. Because Phil didn't like the Nike stuff. And then Nike... Um, kind of took a beating on that. and I think
0: maybe Tiger went out the next time he played and beat the hell out of everybody. Yeah, but, but, I but I even still, like Nike
3: that. as a company, like, yep. okay, well, there's there were. Because at the time, there was like Phil people and Tiger people. And if Phil people aren't going to buy Nike because Phil told them not to, that's a beating you're going to take. So now you've got Phil saying, like, the second best golfer in the world right then, saying that your stuff is no good, Then eventually you just stop doing it And then you have the best golfer of all time sitting there promoting your stuff, but he's really only promoting shirts and pants and not equipment. And you know, it just got to the point of, all right, well, that's kind of
0: that Tiger Nike. Then that's going to be hard. I got a bunch of that stuff, but well, I'll get this. Wear it. It's not like off off limits now. I'll be be throwback. I will be getting. I will get a hat, I'll get a golf shirt or two, and uh, and I'll be wearing it.
2: Well, it's a, it's a cool logo. It's it's definitely different, that's for sure. Um, and so, Taylor Made and Tiger Woods pairing up, and we'll see how uh, all of that goes moving forward. But obviously, we've got a couple of folks here who are, are going to be a part of those initial buyers of, of whatever merchandise uh, does come out. So, yeah, I hadn't talked to much, much golf recently, but there was that. Uh, also, elsewhere, I just found this interesting. This is very much an off-the-radar type thing, which we don't always get, but um, – See, the Jackie Robinson statue got stolen from a a youth baseball field, and they actually caught the person who was involved with stealing the Jackie Robinson statue off of a a youth baseball field last month in Wichita, Kansas. Police announcing the arrest of a 45 year old man, Ricky Angel or Angel Alderete, uh, taken into custody on an unrelated case was later charged in this case with felony theft valued at over 25 k aggravated criminal damage to property, identity theft, and making false information. The reason for the theft, according to police and Yahoo and the Wichita Eagle, appears to be financial. So it wasn't anything nefarious like, you know, racial motivated, like take down the Jackie Robinson statue or anything like that. So the investigation has not revealed any evidence indicating this was a hate-motivated crime. Instead, we believe this theft was motivated by the financial gain of scrapping common metal. So mm-hmm. we got a scrap metal place right here, and you see some pickup beds where you're like, where did this stuff come from? Like, did yeah. you raid a house to get like all this stuff? Thousands
0: and like, thousands are, of Are there pounds. possibly yeah. this
2: many like dumpy old, broken down buildings that you can peel stuff away from? I suppose there is. But going and grabbing the Jackie Robinson statue off the youth baseball field is like a whole nother... So attempt at trying to, you know, especially make some money
3: if it's copper. If it was a copper statue, I don't know what it was made out of, but copper in particular pays off really well. As a matter of fact, uh, Lipsitz, uh, who is right across, that's the yeah. the scrap metal company. I've I've been over there to take some things uh, in the past, like an old refrigerator. Yes. um, you know, a, a washing machine and dryer unit, which uh, I had to do alone and damn near killed myself uh, because nobody came with me. We loaded in the truck and they're like, all right. See you later. And I'm like, so then I went over there, and they're like, yeah, you don't, we don't have anybody to help you. I had to, like, shove this thing out of the truck myself. But they have restrictions on copper. Like, if you have to come in with copper, you have to prove that you got it. Uh, um, radio
0: station towers you yeah. have copper in the yeah. ground for bronze all of it. And I remember we used to it? always yeah. have that. Uh, sometimes stolen from inside a security.
2: Yeah, I remember we had a really weird situation. Bomb wire fence. Where yeah, a guy had gotten into the gates and was yeah. taking stuff. But yeah, this was a bronze statue. It had got cut from its base, and then uh, the feet were the only thing that were were sitting there at the the youth baseball field, which is uh, called or the baseball leagues called Youth Forty Two, and uh, which is named obviously after uh, Jackie Robinson's number. But uh, yeah, it was a bronze statue, and they had found it uh, like in a dump, like a trash. Uh, dumpster, uh, just pieces of the statue, and they were burned. So I don't, I don't know where – I think there's probably a lot of illegal drugs involved here, guys. Yeah. I'm just assuming this. But anyways, they found the guy involved with the uh, dismantling and burning of the Jackie Robinson statue, and he is under arrest. But it sounds like they might also have some more arrests coming. Said that they're not done yet. Exactly. So you want off the radar. That was pretty uh, off the radar, but glad that they could find some uh, some uh, resolution there And the statue will be replaced um, as uh, once the destruction went public, they got a bunch of donations and uh, via uh, some assistance from Major League Baseball and a GoFundMe. They raised close to one hundred and ninety five thousand dollars the combined total from, I guess, both parties was about three hundred thousand. So uh, any extra funds after they replace the statue will go to towards boosting League forty two's program. Uh, programming facilities. They'll also have some surveillance cameras and increased lighting around the park. So Mm -hmm. smart investments there with that. All right, and I think that's about it because I know we got to run here, but I guess I'll I'll make mention of this real quick. Uh, Mitch Trubisky was released yesterday uh, by the Chicago or this by this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, excuse me, one of three cuts that the Steelers made, uh, also along with uh, an offensive lineman and a punter and that was uh, all to save some cap space, uh, but now uh, you'll have Mason Rudolph going to uh, free agency, you got Kenny Pickett uh, with the Pitt. I guess the only spot night now on the roster when it comes to quarterback and uh, Paul I'll be curious what you think that uh, the Steelers are looking at here, but you talk about one of the all-time Especially after this past weekend, like, what did you do in NFL draft history? The Bears drafting Mitch Trubisky has got to be right there as like Sam Bowie and Michael Jordan, right? I mean, it has to be because Mitchell Trubisky was the second overall pick in that draft. The number one pick, do you guys remember? Uh, Was it Jared Goff? No, it was Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Okay, that's a good one. Yes. But Mitch Trubisky was the first player drafted off the board uh, at the quarterback position. Um, And you would go on to have a young man by the name of Patrick Mahomes Uh,
0: who was drafted
2: at number 10, just a few spots behind. So just interesting timing there. Deshaun Watson was... Uh, 12th overall, he's obviously been very up and down, but, uh, yeah, Mitch Trubisky now without a team, the former number two overall pick in the same draft as Patrick Mahomes, which, Hey, a lot of teams obviously didn't know what was coming there, but my gosh, especially well, after this weekend, I, that just feels even worse. And
3: look, maybe I was by, bi- I remember at the time, I remember I was, I was I'm probably pretty biased cause I'd seen Patrick play, uh, quite a bit. And, you know, I never once thought like, Oh, this guy's going to be a disaster of an NFL quarterback. Like, you know, I thought he's going to be really good, but he's got to wind up in the right spot. And look, we might not be talking about Patrick Mahomes in this greatness because he goes to the Bears because they've never had a great quarterback. True. um, You know, my apologies to Sid Luckman, but he's dead, so I don't have to worry about him coming to find me. Jim (laughs) McMahon. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, yeah, that just really looks bad and and wretchedly. Like, there's two people who look really bad, or two groups that look really bad: Cliff Kingsbury and his defensive staff at Texas, Texas Tech, Tech yeah. and the Chicago Bears' entire organization. Every time that Patrick Mahomes uh, puts another ring on his well, finger, well,
0: n- yep. nine teams didn't draft him, right? Yeah, nine yeah, teams. but they only one drafted but, but, a quarterback. But, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a that's a good point, but yeah. it's one of those. Uh, uh Jeez, it's it's crazy, and what a year, what a career, what a miss, yeah. uh, what an absolute
2: Absolutely. awful miss for that franchise. And like you said, Paul, I don't know if uh, Patrick Mahomes goes and wins three Super Bowls at this point if he's playing in Chicago. Probably not because the the Andy Reid connection. I, I think just the the. Relationship he has with Kansas City. Who's to say that that would have been duplicated? Obviously, either. But yeah, that's uh, just an interesting note because of, of the Super Bowl win by Mahomes, who now has three. And yeah, he was the second quarterback taken, a few spots behind Trubisky, who now is looking for a new home. So we'll see how that goes. And the Steelers also needing to fill out their quarterback room. But uh, there's a few things off the radar.
0: I want to add this one: an NFL note. This came down. Tom Pelissero, Craig, thank you. Nick Allegretti, an offensive lineman with the Chiefs, started Super Bowl 58. In place of All-Pro Joe Tooney, he played 79 snaps despite suffering a torn UCL in his elbow in the second quarter. Today, an MRI revealed the full tear. Uh, Alec Reddy now a three-time Super Bowl yeah. champion and one in, tough son of a you know what
3: in related news I kind of twisted my ankle other day when I was walking and I had to sit down for two it's hours the
2: worst yeah only two hours yeah. I mean. man yeah. you're a trooper <laughs> yeah. you're somebody a trooper. I
0: forgot what it was but somebody was talking about what Taylor Swift had gone to Japan came back Super Bowl all that and and then and the woman on the Twitter feed goes and I've been thinking about dusting my house for the last two weeks yeah you know, like yeah. Keep pushing it off. All right, Greg. I mean,
2: I'd have more respect if she'd flown commercial from Japan. Now, that would have been really yeah. impressive uh, <laughs> yeah. given our airlines. But, no, that was uh,
0: yeah, yeah, quite the whirlwind. She I'm sure. wasn't on spirit. All right, uh, when we come back, Hall of Famer John McClain, and this is 365 Sports.
1: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.